Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome back to the Think Inspire podcast with your boy, Coach Pat, featuring Teddy. Hey, this little cute dog over here. So this podcast can be a little bit different. Very, this one hits home a lot. This one definitely hits home. Like a lot of the last few podcasts I've been doing, a lot of value, a lot of motivation, a lot of calling people out for being lazy. Right, I'm going to switch gears here. I'm going to switch gears here. <sighs> so this one's actually really hard for me because this uh, growing up, my parents were divorced at like five years, like when I was five. And I quickly had to learn independence very fast. Nothing was ever given to me on a silver platter. I had to earn everything I ever created in my life. So it was very lonely. Even like I had three brothers or two of my older brothers were living with me in Brisbane with my dad and my evil stepmom. And during that time, the reason why I was so hard and difficult is because my dad never really had a conversation with me other than how's my school grades. <laughs> We'd have one-way conversations. How's your school grades? How's your school grades? How's your school grades? That's pretty much the only conversations we've ever had. I just thought that's how dad and sons used to talk. I don't know if that's a Chinese thing. I didn't want to overthink it, but that was pretty much how we, where we spoke. I remember at the time, like my grandma was always there. It was at a time where I actually knew how to speak Chinese properly. I speak Chinese, Vietnamese, and English, but not fluently. But when I did live with my grandma some 25 years ago, that's when I knew the most Chinese. She passed away about two years ago during COVID. And unfortunately, I had to witness her funeral through Zoom because at the time you couldn't attend funerals because of the limits, the capacity. So it was very, it wasn't the best situation. Let's put it that way. I was so fortunate that I knew her time was coming up. I used to visit her every year. I remember like when she was 90, 91, 92, 93, I'd always visit her and she'd always be so strong and tough. But it was only the last year that she had left was when I saw her at her most vulnerable. She couldn't fake the smile anymore. She couldn't fake the fact that her health was deteriorating. I could fucking see it. I'd look at her one second and she'd be all light and bubbly. I'd look away. In the quarter of my eye, I'd look back at her and she's barely breathing. She'd always want to put her best foot forward every time someone else was around. Every time she saw her grandchildren, she, she wanted to be a super fucking woman. She wanted to be a fucking Avenger. Like... Yeah, don't don't worry about me. Like, I will do the gardening. I'll walk my round around the house. I don't need a nursing home. I'm going to take this walking stick and I'm going to be independent. I will get things done. It was pretty bad because, like, she couldn't even take herself to the toilet. So my uncles used to have to, like, pretty much toilet train her. Um, but her, my grandma would refuse to go to a nursing home. The last time I saw her, it was at a hospital. She was on a deathbed. I didn't know she was going to pass. I didn't know she was going to pass away a few days later when I saw her. But my uncle called me and my cousin called me and said, hey, grandma's not doing too well. And I've heard these statements before, but this one was a bit different. You get a message, another message, another message. And I'm like, okay, this is serious. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and think, fuck, what if? So I booked a flight, went to see her. This is during COVID where there was a little bit of a window where we could travel. I went to see her at the hospital and um, I had the biggest smile on my face because Every time I look at it, my fucking face lights up. <laughs> every time, like, I remember when I was like a child, every time I had, I had a lactose intolerance for like the longest time, but no one ever educated me. 
that. Okay, you're actually allergic to dairy when you can't have dairy. So I used to have stomach aches every fucking week. I thought I just thought I was like a bit of a mess, to be honest. Like, well, why do I always have the runs? Why do I always have stomach aches? Why do I always have like stomach issues, digestion problems? It's because like my stepmom would always put freaking milk and like cheese and butter in all my foods. But my grandma used to always take the pain away. Like she would like get all these Chinese medicine, all these Chinese herbs and like give it to me whenever I'm feeling unwell. Every single time I think about her, she put she gets rid of pain. <laughs> she, she's that grandma you go to when like you want soup. She's a grandma when you go to when you're unwell and you just want to fucking hug. <laughs> it's like every, everything's going to be okay. So I was always ran to her because she was the only person that was like nurturing. She was the only one that was always around, always there to just care. Don't ask questions, just be there. And I'm like, fuck, I've never had that before. I never got to experience it because like my parents divorced at like five. So there she was, always there. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. So when I did see her, when I did see her on the death on her deathbed, I remember talking to her. She couldn't hear me because uh, like she had an earring aid on and uh, she could barely hear me. So I had to scream and yell and mama, I used to call my grandma mama. Can you hear me? And I'm like yelling at the top of my lungs in the fucking hospital. Nurses telling me to keep it down and telling them like, look, I want my grandma to hear my voice. I don't really care right now. So my grandma, I'm like really mustered the energy during her last few hours with me to like tell me these three things. And I just thought, fuck. Like, wow, I can't believe she just said that. But she basically said to me, look, Patrick, your dad was a very different human being. He had a good heart, but it was very misunderstood. I'm like, okay, I don't need a dad lecture right now. <laughs> and then uh, my grandmom said to me, look, you got to promise me three things because I don't know if I want to be here tomorrow. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Okay, here we go with grandmom's wise words. What is she going to say? What is going to happen right now? I listen to my grandmom. So and I don't listen to many people in my life. So I'm like, hit me with some wisdom. Ma. And she's like, number one, do not smoke cigarettes. I'm like, oh, easy. I haven't smoked cigarettes since I was like 16. And I was like one puff and I realized this is not cool. And that's not even a thing. So easy. Say less. No cigarettes. And she's like, well, don't gamble. I'm like, well, I used to gamble, but nothing like crazy sports bet on the game, the finals. I could give that up. You know, I don't even, I do it once a year anyway. It's not a big deal. I'm like, why is she telling me this? And she's like, your dad used to gamble, used to smoke a lot of cigarettes. Now where is he? My dad's passed away, obviously, uh, like brain damage. And, um, <laughs> and she's like, the last thing is don't get a dog. And I'm like, whoa, what? I got like a little one here. Teddy's here. <laughs> she's like, don't get a dog. And I'm thinking, what the, what do you mean don't get a dog? So I asked her straight, I'm like, what do you mean don't get a dog? Because I'm actually thinking about getting a dog. She's like, too much maintenance. You don't need that. Get a cat. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, now she's definitely high off some freaking painkillers right now because she's, that's nuts. So I said, I made myself a deal. I'm like, oh, let's see how much I can follow through with the third one. The good news is I haven't touched a cigarette since. I don't gamble. And last but not least, I did get a dog. Now this is not my dog. This is Joe's dog. But the dog that I got was a German Shepherd. And the reason why I got a dog is because, you know, I've always wanted one. So whatever, grandma, she can forgive me for that one. The reason why I want to tell you guys this is because my grandma was one of the most influential people in my life. Whenever my dad kicked me out of home, which is multiple times, so not like doing things around the house or not listening, whatever. Like my dad had unrealistic expectations of what it would be like living at a house when there's no communication. He's like, do this, do that. Eat your food, eat your food, eat your food. I'm like, let me eat my food. I'm not hungry. He's like, you have to eat. I don't want to eat fucking this food is trash. I didn't want to eat the food my stepmom made me because it was disgusting. And every time I ate, I had stomach aches. No one seemed to give a fuck. 
So I'm thinking, well, okay, well, that's not going to work. Um, yeah, well, kick me out then. So my, my dad used to like, um, my dad used to always threaten me to kick me out and say, hey, like, you need to like leave. Like out of nowhere, it's like, you need to leave. What? What do you mean you need to leave? I was a really stubborn kid. So I'm like, whatever. You don't know me. You don't love me. I'm going to leave anyway. I'm like shitting myself when I'm saying this. Shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm 10 years of age. I'm about to walk outside the fucking house for the first time. And my grandmom was like, come here. My grandmom used to fight with my dad and like defend me. My grandmom was like, hey, look, your dad's testing you. Your dad's testing you. He doesn't mean this. He's just saying, like, yeah, he's angry, he's a bit upset, but he's not wanting to kick you out. Oh, I'm like, what are you talking about? He said verbatim, you need to leave. I don't see him stopping me. I don't see anyone stopping me. It's like, listen, I'll talk to him. You'll be right. So my grandma bought me some time. Otherwise, I don't know where I'd be if it wasn't her. Um, there's been plenty of times when I felt completely alone, like when I was growing up, because my brothers would always party, and I was, like, seven years younger. And I was always by myself at home. It was just me and my grandma. Grandma used to tell me about all my stories about my dad and the war and Kong, all that shit. Like, whatever. I don't really care about my dad. <laughs> but my grandma was always around. You know, the problem is like, she was always there. She's not there anymore, obviously. You know, I do miss her. Miss her a lot, you know, but I always remembered like some lessons that she shared with me. She showed me that no matter what, you have to have your own back. My grandma showed me that no matter what, even if you're dying inside, put a smile on your face and do things that you hate, like you love it. My grandmom showed me that like, no matter how hard life feels, there's always someone on the other side that has it way worse. Why make it worse for them by being depressed? And I'm like, these are fucking valuable lessons I still take on to this day. Like I pride myself often as, as a fucking valuable, effective, efficient leader, someone that directs people into the best versions of themselves. And the number one thing I struggle with is performing at work and also asking for help. If you think about work, it's 40 hours of a week, at least. And as an entrepreneur, as an online fitness coach, as a person that looks after 90 students, five coaches all around the world. It's not 40 hours. I work like a good 120 hours a week. Wake up, I work, go to bed, I work. It's 24-7. You know, so as I want to become more of an effective leader and, and let me know if this resonates with you, sometimes you have to make sacrifices and you don't know what to sacrifice. You don't know who to ask for help. I want to get this goal. Like this means so much to me. I want to achieve this because like, Right now, when I wake up, I want to go back to bed because I've always failed on my promises. I've always not followed through with my word. All these goals I've ever set have just been writings on a wall. And they've never been in reality to me. They're just goals on a whiteboard, goals, posters, all my role models, all my icons, all the people I've looked up to since I was a child, posters everywhere in the house, my phone, visions of like things I want holidays that I wish I would ne- I would go to, but I couldn't never afford it. All these things, right? I think I could, I, I could have done everything on my own, but let me tell you fucking factual. The only reason why I'm able to travel wherever I want, have the freedom, not just because my grandmom's lessons, but because I was able to ask for guidance and support. If I didn't go to my grandmom, like when I was about to get kicked out, I don't know where the fuck I'd be. My dad does not fuck around. I've never seen my dad say something that he didn't mean. My dad would be like, look, your brothers are in trouble. Get out of the room. I'm like, what the fuck? Somebody <laughs> think they're in trouble. So I would always like leave the room, but I'm a curious child. And like my brothers, like are older, strong, like seven years my senior. I'm like, okay, these are my brothers. So my dad would like pretty much like in, in Chinese culture, like they'd get my brothers to go on their knees and they would like, my brother would, my dad would get like a stick from the backyard and come, come into the kitchen and start whacking my brothers like, with his fucking wooden stick. And I would see it, like I would see it through the cracks of the door. Like as I was like eight years old, I'm thinking, I don't want that to be me. My dad tells me to leave. I'm fucking gone. I'm gone faster than you can say go. (laughs) I'm not getting my ass beat 
with a massive stick from the backyard. I don't know where he found it. I'm like, where did you find that? So it was the only person I've ever feared in my life. So I had to ask my 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 um my grandma for some guidance because I don't know what to do right now. I'm scared, fucking scared. And I feel like when it comes to work, when it comes to like taking risks, you know what makes things less scary? Finding the right people have already walked the path and understood the path you're going on. And maybe you don't need a venting session. Maybe you don't need someone to say, hey, you know, open up to me. It's going to be okay. Maybe you don't need a pep talk. Maybe you don't need someone on the other side saying, hey, bro, like you're lazy, go do shit. Maybe you don't need that. Maybe you just need someone there to say, look, I see you. I've been there before too. Maybe you need to share like the things that are weighing you down. Maybe it's going to be your unlock. Your unlock to fucking a new job. Your unlock to getting out of a failed relationship. You're unlocked to opening a new relationship. You're unlocked to finally walking through those gym doors and saying, I'm fucking in. Not this, not, not in as in I got a membership, but in as in I'm going all in. I'm losing this fucking weight. I put the weight on. I will put the weight off. Maybe that's the unlock you need. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that I see you. It's okay not to be okay. You could look in the mirror and say, fuck, I don't like what I see. I don't like what I see, not just on the outside. I don't like who I am on the inside. That's so fucking okay. Don't tell... Don't let anyone say to you, oh, you're too hard on yourself. You have negative self-talk. Maybe negative self-talk is the number one reason why you wake up every morning with that fucking desire to change because you so, you despise who you've become. You look in the mirror, who the, how the fuck did I get here? I was such a bright child. I was a bright kid. I had good grades in school. I was the man. I was that boss bitch. Like I used to walk into a room and light the thing up. My fucking aura itself would light the room up. And now I'm down in the dumpster. No one knows who I am. I don't even know who I am. Can't even recognize myself. But let me tell you, it's okay not to be a gay. It's okay not to be okay. Why do it alone when you can do it together? I'm telling you, it's a lot more fulfilling at the top when you're doing with people that you enjoy spending time with. My grandma would always show me these lessons and these whimsoms. So I miss you, grandma. Like I really fucking, you do. I wish you were fucking here every fucking day. Every time I go on this podcast, I think about you. Um, and every time I'm venturing off to a new journey that I have no idea what I'm about to get into, I think about like, what would my grandma do? Which is like, always put a smile on your face, no matter how you're feeling on the inside. Go on your day like you love it, even though it seems like it's impossible. So that's my lessons for today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. My grandma's last words. Hope this touches you. Hope this inspires you. Hope this helps you wake up with purpose and intention. Your boy's out. Coach Pat, peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.